Stuart wins his fight with wrestling ploys. Riley and Jonesy start a club fur up, boys. Katie and Dirk skate, looking much like a date, causing Wayne to look very annoyed. That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, uh, fucking sexy. It's Wine Wednesday. And that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. A podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one won't make you hold our purse or take too long in the bathroom. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is a lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the vacant Victor. Actually, he's not here today. He's in Montreal uh, in Perverts Row at Club Super Sex. Don't, don't believe him about any train museum. And joining us <laughs> this week, he is... The uh, man from Mississippi, a listener, a frequent contributor in our DM uh, Twitter DM group, a patron of the podcast, and a good guy. He's a really good guy. Please join me in making some noise for Trace. Wondrous. Oh, my God. I regret nothing. Welcome back to the produce stand, Trace. <laughs> good to be here. Good to be here. How are y'all? We are we are doing all right. We are alive. We are, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Tonight's lineup is going to be Tanya, Al, Matt, and Trace. We'll let, let our give our guests the last word here. So, Tanya, how's your week? <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, uh, week! I, I can't believe we're on Wednesday. Yep, feels like where we should already be on Friday. It's been a long, long week. Uh, today was very eventful. Um, oh God, every day is eventful these days. Um, we, we have a new entrance to the front of, of the house. Now we've, we finished, um, laying down stone or Alan did the stones. I guess I'm that's broken. your story. I'm a broken man. Alan's a broken man. Um, <laughs> but we, uh, we did a, a bedroom renovation for our son. And, um, so we sold his old, uh, bedroom set and, um, it was a sale like no other. Um, like it really didn't, it really didn't go well. <laughs> well, it was. I put it on Facebook Marketplace, and, the, and we got. We finally got a hit. Oh gosh! And uh, they were supposed to come today, tonight at six, to pick it up. So it's a three-piece bedroom set: headboard, footboard, but uh, a, a, a nightstand and a dresser, all solid wood. Oh. Not not the lightest stuff. Oh. Uh, and and a they were an hour and a half late. Well, they could have gotten here um, when there was no rain. No apologies. A downpour. Is your first time marketplacing? No. There, there's, okay. No, we've, we've done is this what before. Is this what this experience is supposed to be? Is it? No, but listen. So I, I, I would have just not given it to her at that point. Well, no, because we we just wanted to get rid of it. We had moved it all down into our hallway just to, we, we wanted to get rid of it. And they showed up with two SUVs and there was no way in hell they were fitting all this and furniture and shoes in, t- in the SUVs and the and the wife she's uh, wearing stilettos and, and the husband I mean he was poor, poor I don't guy, know what was happening anyway we l- kind of lost control of what, what was happening it started we pour, lost- <laughs> pouring rain and we're trying to fit all this furniture into two and it wasn't going to fit so finally I'm like wait you guys live in the next town over let me put this in my van I'll, I'll drive it over there special yeah, delivery sure, man. no I know special again delivery. this is this is how 
This is <laughs> how going wrong fast. <laughs> this is how uh, uh, I really wanted this furniture out of the house. Oh so I'm like, just fuck it. Like at, at that point, I didn't even care if they gave me money. I just wanted it oh. out of the house. And the, yeah, they kept on saying e-transfer. And we're like, uh, cash, please. Cash. So, and I'm like, I've got half their furniture in my van. So they're, 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 they can't stiff us. I got to drop it off. Anyway, I dropped it off. No problem. They gave me the cash. Oh man, It was pouring fucking rain. But like the lead up to all of it, oh, like it was just kind of, it was chaos. It was just like, um, he had a, a drill and he's like, okay, we need to take this headboard apart. And yeah. he's like taking out nine screws and trying to kick the board. And, and Al's like, um, you might not want to do that to your brand new headboard that you just got. Like <laughs> this is yours now. <laughs> had, he, had he paid you yet? No, no, that's the thing. I was worried. Cause he was like, so cause the, Matt, the headboard, the headboard was too big for his SUV. So he was trying to take it apart, but I'm like, this thing's glued. Even, even he was removing all the screws and it still wasn't budging. Like it's glued together. Like, and he's kicking it. I'm so he's like, trying to kick it loose. Happening? I'm like, wait a minute. This is fucking amateur hours. With this oh, is. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. We got, like, we, I got a, I got the money and B, the furniture's out of the house. And so. like this, like mass care and where it's just downpour outside. And we've got three vehicles now that we're putting like three pieces of furniture in and I banged and I broke my blood vessel on my knuckle on my index finger and it's all swollen. And then Al lost his, um, uh, had uh, my, ear, uh, my, my earbud yeah, in the gravel <laughs> and it was like oh yeah it was just like okay let's get on with this like let's just make this over <laughs> anyway Tanya and I just tag teamed our, our week so Matt oh. you can go next <laughs> good times That's I will amazing. be laughing Guys, next time call me to handle your shit. All right, I got oh this. Again, I got, I, got, I got the money. It was I just, just they, they came ill prepared. No, no, and at that there's point, so there are so many errors along that description. What, yeah. that what, what should I? What should I have done? This, where? Well, hey, hey, you got to work. So the fact that you didn't know whether you're getting cash or e-transfer before. No, I was arrived? expecting cash, but they offered me e-transfer. I'm like, no. Why don't we? Wait, hold on. But did you declare it? Did you? Were you very clear before they arrived? Please bring cash. No, but. That's there usually, you go. These that, but, transactions are yeah. usually cash. <laughs> usually, there's a there's a big assumption there. Anytime you leave assumptions in these, you know, random stranger, you make an ass out of you and umption. No, you make an ass just out of you because they're making like, <laughs> their own assumptions. <laughs> Anyways, don't ever leave uh, any assumptions. How was your? How was your? I'm, I'm, I'm having you sell all my items now, Matt. You we'll are. We'll do it. You, we do it. And our brokerage <laughs> fee is really low. Don't worry. I knew, oh, I knew there would be. <laughs> <laughs> I pay in beers right now. Uh, yes. Not very yes, well. That's true. Not very well either. No, no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my week has been fine. It's been a calmer week than mm-hmm. most. Uh, yeah, I, I would say it's the weird thing is, and I'm, I don't know. Really so I got into a TV show this week, um, which was a totally unexpected one. I don't even know why I was intrigued by it. And now I'm just hooked. It's called Squid Game. It's oh this weird God. Korean Squid Game. Um, drama suspense mm-hmm. something on Netflix. It's like a it's like a sadistic game mm-hmm. that uh, is it a reality it, show or is it scripted? What is, no, no, no. It's it's scripted. Like it's oh. it's, a show. it's actually and it's actually quite well done. I'll mm-hmm. be honest. Like it's it's dubbed over, right? Like it's mm-hmm. it's English um, over top of. Uh, I'm assuming they're speaking Korean. Uh, anyways, it's like a story of the this somebody or group that have brought together a group of very desperate people mm-hmm. and have convinced them to volunteer to take part in a series of games for huge money but the games Survival. are very no they're very deadly like mm-hmm. it's it's fucked up um 
But anyways, it's quite well done. And even Jen's like, she's kind of in the background. What the fuck are you watching? I'm like, I don't even know. And she keeps sitting over and like, I'm like, do you want me to turn it off? She's like, no, that's okay. And we're just like into it because there's much more layers. There's, there's weird layers to this story. Like mm-hmm. it's not just one of those little sadistic game yeah. stories and that's it. It's a series. So there's a whole yeah, show. Yeah, you're, you're not the first one to, to brought that hmm. up. Lately. Oh, really? I saw some, yeah. I read somewhere else. Somebody else tweeted about this. It's oddly yeah. intriguing yeah. and quite well done. Um, it's dark. Don't get me wrong, but I've been I've been hooked on that. So we're I'm about halfway through the series, and I can't wait to see where it goes. So is it like um, a I'm, game show? Yeah, yeah, well, not even a game show. It's not like it's being aired anywhere. It's like there's I don't know. I don't want to give too much, but mm-hmm. essentially, it just seems to be some sicko with a bunch of money who's pulled this together it's for his own enjoyment. It's, it's, it's not a reality. Show. Oh, it's yeah, not yeah, real. it's, no, no, no. It's 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 a fictional story. Yeah. Like yeah, they're legitimately killing people in this mm-hmm. show. Oh, like kill, kill. Oh, gotcha. oh yeah, yeah. No, it gets dark and messed up. So anyways, oh. I'm enjoying that. And then the uh, I'll say on a, on a positive, because that's a very dark side. Um, <laughs> I found out my family, my parents are coming to visit in a few weeks, and I have not <laughs> seen them since 2019. So. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, so that's pretty cool. That's awesome, uh, we, we, so we sorted that out. So mm-hmm. yeah, they're out in Nova Scotia. And um, obviously the pandemic is throwing mm-hmm. a big wrench into everything. But finally, things are calm enough. And Travel is kind of back up and running ish, mm-hmm. and uh, so they're driving down in a few weeks. Oh, they're driving! Week. Yeah, they're driving. Nice. Um, they're bringing a whole bunch of stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know. Anyways, so it's pretty exciting. Uh, again, it's been almost two years. Wow. When I last saw them was just after my youngest son was born, wow. and he's turning two mm-hmm. uh, next month. So wow, yeah, wow, so that's, so that's good news. What a great family <laughs> yeah. family reunion that's yeah, going to be. be fun. Yeah, yeah, oh, awesome. Amazing. And they're staying with you, I guess. Sorry, I'm choking on beer. Yeah, uh, a, a mixture. So they're staying with my my brothers in yeah. town here, myself for a bit, and then some friends for a few days. So cool. So yeah, nice. It's gonna be good. What was that um, game that we used to watch where they tortured people? <laughs> Distraction. No, no, not that. Oh. That one was funny. That one is a good. Good. If you can find it, it there's it's, it's hard to find. It's an English uh, uh, game show. Yeah. The other one where they tortured people. Uh, um, it's like Saw? no. Um, uh, flinch. Flink. Flink. Oh. Um, flinch, oh yeah. Flinch? No. No. That. Yes. That's. That's nothing compared. Yeah. This is like they're legit killing people. <laughs> oh. That, yeah. Trace, how have you been? I have been good. Mm-hmm. I have been good. Just. Uh, it's been pretty boring, actually. I mean, yeah. wake up every day, do the same thing, go to bed. Yeah. Uh, Matt had me thinking. Uh, I started. Uh, everybody's been talking about it on the DM group, but I've started watching uh, Reservation Dogs. Oh, I haven't. I, ch- I haven't watched. I, it I yet. checked out a bit of the first episode. Mm-hmm. I, I want to watch that. Yeah. It's it's really really good. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. But it's it's one of those. The funny parts are really funny, mm-hmm. but but there's also some brutally sad parts yeah you just go back and forth between them yeah yeah i watched the first half of the first episode i just haven't had a chance to get into Mm. it more um but i'm like it was not what i was expecting at all Mm. but i was the same deal i'm like i'm in like i'm gonna give this one a chance because it looked good um and it had a good vibe about i mean it's it's kind of sad but yeah yeah i hear i mean can can a deal is uh, horn is in it or at least for an episode or something or is she in a regular cast member tannis she was uh, she she was in an episode, oh, and that's in, ultimately what that's ultimately what sold it sure. for me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I'll probably check that out." Mm-hmm. You know, Tio Horns in. Well, we're going to start now. Yeah, nice. <laughs> cool. Well, she's also in another uh, one called. Uh, uh, if you're familiar with it, it's called Wayne. I think it's on uh, Amazon Prime. 
That one's a messed up show. It's called Wayne, uh, ironically, because Tio Horn is in it. And it's about some this kid from uh, Boston, and uh, he's got violent tendencies. And uh, it's just a really messed mm. up, weird show. It's not a comedy at all. But uh, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I highly recommend her podcast. Oh my gosh, oh yeah, her, was that ever amazing? Yeah, Twisted Histories. It's it's good. Uh, anyway, uh, and nothing uh, eventful happened to you this week, you know? Uh, well, in, in in my business of truck parts sales, mm-hmm. this is the dreaded week of inventory, oh. and yeah. that's horrible. No, has there been any inventory. shortage for you guys for for your for parts? Because I know in Tanya's uh, oh. Tanya's industry, they're having my a hard time just, yeah. uh, getting stuff. Oh, it's absolutely. I mean, absolutely terrible. Yeah. There's customers will call in and say, uh, "I need this part. I need it now." Mm-hmm. And we're like, "Sorry, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you." Uh. And you look in, you look on the system, and there's like 67 of them on order. Yikes! From three months back. Oh, is it because they're coming from overseas as well, or um, a, a or- lot of it we found out is manufacturing problems. Yeah. Mm. With the uh, with all the shutdowns and everything, mm-hmm. we kind of knew that it was gonna come to a head about a year after the fact. Mm-hmm. And you know, all through the first year of the pandemic, we're like. Hey, we still got parts. Everything's cool. Yeah. yeah. But finally we ran through all those and the shutdown yeah. supplies that didn't get made. Yeah. Now we're like, geez, we really could use some parts to sell. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. could have used those. That's going to take totally time to feeling re- it. Re- replenish that inventory. I just know in, in Tanny's case, there's like some kind of chip that is required for the stuff they sell that isn't available for a year. Uh, like, oh, it's just it's that affects a, that's been affecting a bunch of our parts too. Yeah, it's just like one chip, and yeah. it's it's like the strangest things that are coming up too. It's like, oh, now we're experiencing a shortage on cardboard. I'm like, what? Packaging, packaging is like yeah. becoming an issue because mm-hmm. there's just so many pa- like everybody's ordering things online, I guess, and yeah. Yeah. it's like everything's getting boxed up, and now it's like, okay, we need to find alternative solutions to to packaging that won't require cardboard, like creating yeah. things instead. It's like crazy. It's well, it's weird. I like, and I know we get a lot of our stuff from, from other nations and whatnot, but I, you know, here in Canada, especially on Ontario or I guess across Canada, we still have our CERB, um, which is our Canadian, what that camera stands for. Anyways, it's the benefit that Canada offered people who were out of work and stuff mm-hmm. during COVID. It was mm-hmm. like, I think it's like $2,000 a month. Uh, every uh, Is it a month or every yeah. couple of weeks? No, it's a month. Anyways, Whatever it is, yeah, it's like two thousand dollars a month. So it's a decent amount. Hmm. Uh, the challenge that we're seeing is a lot of like even restaurants. And so I went, my my in laws are in Collingwood. You go up there, most of the restaurants, even though they're open, all have really odd hours. They're not staying up late. Like a lot of them are closing yeah. by like nine o'clock when they yeah. would normally run till like two o'clock in the morning. Um, they're opening late because they don't have the staff. Yeah. And then one of the biggest reasons you hear about is a there's this uncertainty about if I go back to work for the restaurant, are we going to stay open because mm-hmm. there's these open close open close but also they're like i'm getting two grand a month even though you're not it's not a lot of money but it's enough to is it worth the risk right now so yeah. people aren't going back to work so they're riding out this benefit 
till it's and it's going to end soon. So yeah. I think there's going to be an influx in people going back. Well, there's, to work. there's a lot of people are just yeah. staying up. There's definitely a labor shortage right now up here. Like uh, there's lots of jobs yeah, and, not, and not enough people hmm. to work them. Um, hmm. uh, I saw a post the other day saying if you're not working right now, it's because you don't want to because uh, there's plenty of work. Um, Absolutely. So it's it yeah it's weird and uh, yeah once serve ends you know once we're out of the pandemic and serve is over I'm sure we'll see a, a flood of people coming back and and that's inching forward yeah. I think exactly yeah. anyway uh you know what i'm a little tired it's late tanya mm. would you like a coffee yes uh trace would you like a coffee i'd have a coffee <laughs> matt would you like a coffee <laughs> i'm surprised we're not having coffee right now great because as you know <laughs> diabolical coffee is now being served at the produce stand it's definitely good coffee and diabolically awesome swag there's a roast for all tastes even some you didn't know you wanted you can order whole bean coarse and standard grind and espresso or if you're ta- like tanya and me there's a cake up option for single cup brewers and uh, for the duration of this season uh, of our podcast, you can use the promo code Produce Stand for ten percent off anything in the store. That's ten percent off all the coffee and merch. Thank you, Diabolical Coffee and Eric, for your support this season. And speaking of support, welcome to new followers. We have five new followers this week: Kathy from Wisconsin, Big Brian Energy uh, from the Purple Palace, Cookie Von Haven, Kenton Martz, <laughs> and Brian Tan from Pittsburgh. Thank you all for following and hopefully for listening. Previously on Letterkenny. Last week we recapped and reviewed episode three of season eight, The Rippers. That episode got a fresh rating from all of us, except big surprise Victor, who gave hey, it a it's not here. Gave it a clearance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, according to our scientific Twitter poll, I suck because apparently I didn't post one last week. I actually posted it. I believe yesterday to just to get a rating because I, I completely last yeah shut up one Matt, you job and your, I, I more than one job anyway I was really busy last week and missed posting the poll so moving furniture and yeah, shit yeah laying brick and whatever anyway tonight we recap and review episode four of season eight Ferda uh, Tanya have you done your homework yes I've done my homework Matt have you done your homework about three minutes ago oh man <laughs> And Trace, have you done your homework? Yes, I have. Of course. Too much judgment in your voice. Get to the chorus. All right. We open with Wayne, Squirrely Dan, and Derry in front of the barn having shots. Squirrely Dan wonders why the Hicks taps twice after his shot. Wayne responds, tool do ya. And Squirrely Dan says they should tap three times like in wrestling. And that's how they finish a match. Wayne prefers throwing hands to wrestling. Uh, Derry asks Wayne if he likes sports entertainment. And Wayne says he's got a wee bit of time for that. The Hicks go on to name their favorite wrestlers. Uh, Derry's is Alexa Bliss. And then Hulk Hogan, of course. Squirrely Dan's favorite is Trish Stratus on account of her athleticisms and integrities. Uh, Wayne's favorite is Brett the Hitman Hart and the whole fucking Hart Foundation because they're really good Canadian boys. <laughs> and Squirrely Dan says he wanted to become a, a professional wrestler, but he could never come up with a good enough name. Uh, Wayne and Derry accept this challenge. Dan Dan Bigelow. Macho Dan. <laughs> could call you Farty Janetti. Uh-oh. Then we could be a tag team like the Rockers. Oh, that's kind of fun. Okay, so if you're going to be Farty Janetti, who's Derry? Dean Shawn Michaels. Puts a little mustard on that fucking high kick. Actually, it's called the Sweet Chin Music. I know what it's called, Derry. More like Yawn Michaels. That was Stone Cold, Wayne. That was a wee bit Randy Savage, Wayne's. I'm not sure I like your attitude, Era. Why don't this conversation starting to make me Wince McMahon? Who died and made you Mr. Perfect? Yeah, you're walking around here like the big boss man sometimes. I'm going to come right out and say it. You're being a bit recruit. I can't speak for all of mankind, but I wish we could get a little bit more dude loves in here. Well, 
I can head down to the bar place with Jimmy Snucker. Knock become a million dollar man's playing billiards. But this is really starting to sound like a whole lot of British bullshit to me. Getting a little rowdy, rowdy Piper over there. Getting a little rowdy, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, you ought to Coco beware. I talk beep sometimes. You want know to what? You should might come at this from a different Kurt Angle. Acting a bit mean Gene, putting on a big show. I can't Paul Bearer much more of this conversation, so I'll offer you as a Jeff Hardy handshake. Be on my fucking way. And cue the theme. Oh. All right. <laughs> Tanya, you go first. Wow. <laughs> Wayne had a bee in his bonnet there. Holy. I'm telling you, I think he's just really stressed out with all this Marie Fred cold calls to his phone. And no, no, don't, don't get ahead of yourself. Like, what's going on? Like, he, anyways, yeah, he, uh, he was, he was a bit, uh, snippy with the boys and he's ornery, was he? He was a little orny. <laughs> ornery. Ornery. Or, ornery? He, I don't know if he was orny as well. <laughs> was he orny? Orny as in, you know, French Canadian orny. Orny. <laughs> <laughs> What did you think of this cold open? Oh, the cold open. It was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. It, um, I, I love the the, the wrestlers because, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of did grow up with all those uh, those names and uh, it was familiar. So it was mm-hmm. good. Yeah, um, it was cute. It was fun. It was fine. I mean, uh, we, we've covered this before. Uh, the, the Venn diagram of wrestling fans and Letterkenny fans is almost two overlapping circles. I, I feel like. Lots of wrestling fans, and and the one of the biggest, obviously, is uh, is Squir- is uh, K. Trevor Wilson. He's still posting a different. I swear to God, I don't know how many wrestling T shirts he has, but every every day he seems to be posting a picture of himself in a different shirt. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it's kind of funny to hear him. And so I'm wondering, he probably had a lot of input on this one, uh, being the the giant wrestling fan that he is. Uh, some of it was kind of cheesy. Some of it bordered on dad humor, if not worse. <laughs> but but it was it was cute. It wasn't one of my favorite cold opens, but it was definitely not one of the worst. Matt, listen, you're 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 half right and dead wrong at the same time. So <laughs> this one was fucking brilliant. Like brilliant. I don't even re- really. I, yeah, I don't. You I throw I that word so, around. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I, I'm 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 chugging right now. So oh, I'm chugging. It, it, it's. Let me tell you why, though. So mm-hmm. they do this wordplay stuff a lot, and I and I always and in this I mean, episode I'll, they do it a yes, lot, a lot. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I and I'm not going to speak ahead of it, but you know sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. What I love, and I'm not even necessarily a wrestling fan. I was like ten when I was younger, so I recognized all most of the names. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what I loved about this wordplay is it worked so well. Mm. Like the names, they almost like told a story through the names and had an actual conversation using the names rather than just throwing out puns one after another after another. Yeah. So it, it some actually of them, flowed. some of them were stretches though. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and, and cheesy dad humor, call it what it is. Yeah. But it, it, of all of their wordplays, mm-hmm. I think they picked the perfect topic because the names are so all over the place in mm-hmm. wrestling. Mm-hmm. They were yeah. able to tell a bit of a story with it. So I actually thought it played out. And I'm going to use the word brilliantly. Um, <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was so much fun. I just, I didn't want it to end. I'm like, keep mm-hmm. going, keep going. Keep, and then the way you ended, I'm like, it was great. It was just, I was very, very happy from that mm-hmm. cold open. It was just long enough for, for my taste. Yeah. Um, and I appreciated that the, the, the era that they were talking about was my era too. Like I, yeah. I, I stopped watching, uh, you know, 
whatever. I don't know. I don't know what the yeah. era, the different eras are, but the one every wrestler they mentioned, I knew. So uh, yeah. we'll call it the WWF era. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 90s. Yeah, no, yeah, late 80s, early 90s. That yeah. that area when when we used to go gather at my buddy's house who had the massive satellite dish in his backyard to watch all the wrestling. Yeah, right. Actually, and, I think and, you guys even had like the figurines. Abs- and, yeah, and yeah, the, did, yeah, And the little ring, the, the wrestling one? ring. The I, st- I still the remember the Christmas when my brother and I, who were five years apart, but it was because you know. We we didn't have a lot of money so the, uh, that was our christmas gift was the wwf rink with the rubber yeah. figures and i just i still remember how excited oh. we both were when we opened that that, that present i think I, I don't know what it was i think it might have been instagram or twitter mm-hmm. a few years ago i went to someone's house and if you love me i can't remember who and they had a whole collection of those rubber figures yeah. i literally picked them all up yeah. put them in my lap took a photo and it was just like <laughs> happiness like they, these stupid rubber wrestlers made yeah. me so fucking and it was happy. so weird i wonder how you, much those things are you these, couldn't move their days. arms or legs or anything no. they're just no. they're frozen in that and, and usually they weren't even frozen in the in the a good pose for whatever move they're known no, for they're ridiculous just, yeah it was stupid yeah <laughs> sorry trace what do you have to say about this cold open <laughs> <laughs> well as a as a proud native of memphis tennessee mm. i love wrestling yeah probably as much as I love Letterkenny, and, wow. I, love, and, I, and I love the crossover, um, the I think Al was sort of right. It wasn't their best mm-hmm. pun of Palooza, mm-hmm. but it was. You know, I liked it because it was wrestling. Yeah, and like uh, you know, and Matt was right too. It the names just flowed well with what they were trying to say. Uh, the Coco Beware one. I love that one because yeah, uh, he used to come into the music store I worked in. Oh, really? The, the Birdman? Yeah. Oh man. Oh, he's a, <laughs> he brought the parrot. What? <laughs> really? It was his he parrot. Talks that, oh. Yes, he turns that thing around. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I really appreciated the Jimmy Snooker reference. Uh, he was one of my oh, favorites. Superfly. Yeah, and I mean, it was like I said, it was it was cute and. Old Alexa Bliss, she's a huge Letterkenny fan. Oh, really? Oh. And I, I'm trying to decide whether she became a Letterkenny fan after that or they gave her a shout out because she was such a big Letterkenny fan. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but well, I, I mean. Otherwise, I liked it. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, nothing wrong with this one. All right, let's move on. Uh, coming out of the theme, scene one, we get a musical montage of a skate park. Katie walks up. Uh, in slow motion, of course, getting the uh, the attention of all the skaters and BMXers. Uh, Katie watches as Dierks puts on a display of skateboarding tricks. Uh, he seems to, uh, or she seems to like what she sees. Then later on, we see Dierks giving Katie skateboard lessons, and the two of them are having a nice time together. Uh, next scene, Riley and Jones are at the gym working out. They decide that uh, they should probably get started with their Bro Dude Regional Initiative branding project thing. Uh, they're interrupted by Riley, or Ron and Dax, uh, who do their usual hitting on uh, Riley and Jonesy. Riley compliments them on how fit they look. Ron tells them it's because they're getting ready to uh, to go to a super gay birthday party. Uh, Jonesy asks for clarification. Is this a birthday party that's super gay or a birthday party for a dude that's super gay? Both. Hmm. Is it just dudes? Uh, well, women are not allowed to come. All dudes. So there's no girls to like ask you to hold their drink? Must be nice. No holding drinks, just holding dinks. No waiting for your date while she takes forever in the bathroom. Must be nice. Uh, well, we do take a long time together in the bathroom at these parties. No being forced to go home early to watch a movie. Must be Wait, we should do that for a club, buddy. All dudes. Just dudes? Well, if it's only dudes, there'll be no bras to give us, like, tasks. Bro, 
Verda. Bro, dude, Club Verda. A club for the boys, boys. A club for the sponsors, boys. Just bros. No broads. No snipes. No skirts. Bro, dude, Club Verda. Bless those two. Riley and Jonesy run off excitedly <laughs> to start their club. Uh, Ron and Dax look at each other, and then in unison they say, "Gay." <laughs> <laughs> Next scene uh, at the skids lair. Uh, Stewart is admiring himself in the mirror. Roald interrupts him to tell him that Tyson and Joint Boy are there and ready to go with him to the city to face the drug dealers. Stewart thanks him for helping him get ready for the fight, but he refuses to strike anyone. He's a pacifist, opposed to any and all violence. Uh, Joint, Joint, Joint Boy asks him how he's going to win the fight. Stewart says he's been marathoning WrestleManias and learning a bunch of new moves. <laughs> Joint Boy doesn't care. He just wants to get going before they hit rush hour. Stewart demonstrates by lifting rolled over his shoulder and demonstrating John Cena's attitude adjustment. Tyson warns Stewart that if he tries that shit in a real fight, he'll knock Stewart out himself. Uh, Joint Boy implores Stewart to take this seriously. This dealer threatened his life. Stewart assures them he's ready. So is Rolled, but Joint Boy... Tells Ty, uh, uh, Joint Boy and Tyson tell Roll to stay out of the fight. He doesn't belong anywhere near it. And they finally leave for the city. Uh, next scene. The Hicks are at the produce stand. Katie joins them. Katie joins them. Squirrel Dan asks if she had a good trip stateside. Katie responds in the affirmative saying, yeah, it was very cool. Very cool. Very nice. This comment does not sit well with Wayne. Uh, the conversation turns to Derry after he ref- referred to one of his cows as cow uh, the others berate dairy for not naming his animals uh dairy says he knows what they look like he doesn't need to name them <laughs> i love that but i know what he looked like i don't need to name him wayne says there's a special place in heaven for animal lovers dairy doesn't uh doesn't think he should get that close to something he's about to that's about to be milked uh katie says it depends on what you're milking uh squirrely dan <laughs> You know, I rewind. Oh, and this is why we love you, Trace. <laughs> Sorry. I rewound that scene to see if uh, there was any reaction from Wayne when she said that, and um, and there wasn't. He just sat there stone cold, stone like no, stone faced, which was too bad because I I would have loved some kind of reaction to that. Uh, Scrape Dan says that giving animals names is the most fun part, so they proceed. Uh, to name dairy's cows. Calcium Klein. Milk and Lauman. Jack Black Coast. Do you just name all the animals you encounter? Oh, I think it's pretty fucking obvious you're leaving a good time on the table if you don't. Even pigs? Don't make good times if that name pigs. Countless good times naming pigs. I love naming pigs. Like, I'm surprised we're not naming pigs right now. Kevin Bacon. Piggy Pop. <laughs> Notorious P.I.G. The Peg Lebowski. John Ham. Hamla Anderson. Beto Pork. Ham Rockwell. Hammy Hagar. Genuswine. Porker Posey. Jason Bohr. <laughs> See, most of those were good. Uh, Derry bets they name all the ducks in their pond, too. Wayne says if Derry wants to exclude, exclude ducks, he doesn't want to know them. <laughs> I bet you name all the ducks in your pond, too, eh? Derry, if you want to exclude ducks, I don't care to know you. Oh, didn't Duck I just Norris. say that? Duck Showalter. <laughs> Uncle Buck. Heather Locklear. Duck Phil Clinton. Whoopsie. Quack Morris. Quack Nicholson. Quacker and Zeta Jones. Nickel Quack. Mad Quacks. Fury Road. Quack Klansman. A Spike Lee joint. <laughs> 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 you get them all in a group. You call them the Mighty Ducks. Darius' oh, joke falls flat. Next scene at McMurray. So, hold on. Oh, yeah. We you know what's funny is I I I, am, I can only assume that Darius' joke fell flat because he just stated something obvious. Like yeah. he said, the yeah. Mighty Duck. But they let Wayne get away with John Ham. 
Yeah. Um, and Kevin Bacon. And Kevin Bacon, yeah. And Kevin Bacon, which we're just stating a name. That, There's no play, wordplay. Yeah, fair I enough. Think, well, it's just not very funny. <laughs> I mean, of all of, <laughs> of all the ones they state, the Muddy Ducks. I get that, you. That's lazy. That one's lazy. Uh, all right. Next scene. At the McMurray residence, Riley and Jonesy are trying to recruit McMurray to, to all, their all-boys club. The McMurrays do their usual over-sexual act. At one point, Mrs. McMurray shoves an entire banana in McMurray's <laughs> mouth, causing him to gag. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. McMurray loves sucking produce, uh, especially with vodka, but she uh, takes exception when Riley and Jonesy inform her that they were there for McMurray, not her, because there were no girls allowed uh, in their club. Who's cancers? You can come into this cunt's kitchen. And tell her she can't join your club because she ain't got a cup. Well, kind of. Everybody needs to things. Booze, ice, and women. Hallelujah. And since you two don't have none of the three, sounds like the shittiest club I ever had. And take your cans of boy juice and shove them up your bleached ass. <laughs> <laughs> She said bleached ass. She yes. did. The bleached assholes. Uh, next scene. The skids. <laughs> All right. I'll give you guys a moment. The skids and oh, Tyson and good one. Okay, next scene. The skids and Tyson and Joint Boy have made a roadside pit stop on their way to the city. <laughs> the, f- the four of them are standing side by each, pissing at the side of the road. Stuart is still talking about wrestling moves, so Tyson and Joint Boy give Stuart a bit of a pep talk about how hard he's worked to get to this point. Stuart thanks them for their help, and that's when we get a bit of a, a heartwarming moment. Well, we're proud of you. Stuart. <laughs> you're proud of me? Yeah. You're sticking up for yourself and your girls. Mm, fucking snipes. You got some knocks taking this on. Takes a man to put this amount of work on somebody he believes in. Nailed it. So, go get him, kid. Make us proud. That uh, means a lot. Coming from you too, it's... The tender moment is ruined by the skids, of course, as Stuart finally finishes his piss and Roald puts Stuart's member away for him. Uh, They go over their plan. Tyson and Joint Boy will fight the drug dealer's backup and clear the way for Stuart to fight him one-on-one. Stuart assures them that he will not let them down because he refuses to let down a friend because they are friends, right? Tyson says uh, they can be buddies, but only after they get some rips from Roald. uh, Joint Boy will allow them to be pals. How did you pass that scene and not refer to him going hands free? Well, I mean, it was obvious because not only was he hands free for the piss, obvious. Rolled put it away for him. He, he didn't touch hold it on. at all. But it, so when we watched it, and, and I don't know if you, is this what you're talking about too? So Jen called out. She's like, "Where's that sound coming from?" Because when he said, "Who's still pissing?" There was still a piss sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah was, they should have cut that. Yeah, Stuart was. And the then one. Did, like, did he just stop in that moment? He's like, I'm done. Like. If if you listen closely, when Stuart gets all uh, verklempt from from <laughs> from uh, Joint Boy and Tyson saying, you know, calling him or, or being proud of him, 
he 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 starts choking up and his, his stream gets interrupted every time. Oh, he I chokes. didn't know. I didn't hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the, it's pretty funny. Yeah, on our side we hear it a lot more oh. clearly. So yeah, his stream like starts starts and stops. Start and, but I love how okay. he's braced himself by having his arms like on either side of his hips, like yeah. to hold steady. Yeah, hands to. free. He's a fucking. That tripod. was that was confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you that. That ASMR level of the the P sound, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like yeah, P it does level. not let you miss it. No, no, for sure. And once again, we have a scene. And Letter Kenny loves this. I don't know. I mean, they Trace, growing up, scene. do you remember ever you know like stopping at on the side of the road and and being and lining up with your buddies to take a piss like side by side by side? Like I I feel like that's not something that happens, but maybe it happens in Letter Kenny. Maybe in a, in a in a in a bathroom, but it's always looking straight at the wall ahead. Yeah, but outside yeah. on the side of the road, I mean, I've done it before. But we'd be like, we'd be in opposite ends of the like the car or whatever. We wouldn't be like, oh like yeah, that's true, elbow to elbow. Yeah. I've never been in a lineup. <laughs> yeah, no, a, a, a P lineup. Not just admiring the view or anything. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and especially if a guy was standing there with his arms on his hips, yeah, like just peeing in the wind like wouldn't that be a little difficult to have a conversation with somebody with like well they obviously were undeterred going they were going. having like a, a heartwarming moment and, I know. and you'd yeah. have to really reference like the whole uh what was the 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 movie with the long pee austin powers oh, austin pa- yeah yeah you would have to reference oh, they're gonna say a league of their own no a league of their own what? did that one happen yeah yeah, thank you. He, knows what's up. <laughs> he walks in the women's dressing room, walks straight to the bathroom, and just goes for five minutes. Oh wow! <laughs> and they're all like looking at him in the distance, going, "What the? This is the first time they meet the coach." He's, oh, okay. He walks in. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I have to, one, at least one of us caught the reference. Well, I haven't watched that movie in forever, I, uh, so I don't. I'll have to that. watch that again yeah. this weekend. Love that movie. Yeah, it's, it's it not a. Movie. All right, here we go. Occurrence here. Moving on to scene seven, back at the produce stand. The Hicks are still on the naming animal conversation. Derry is still not having any of it. Why do you have to go anthropomorphizing them? So you can just toss out or reach for the top word like that. Yet your first meal of the day today was... Graphics. Outstanding. Where does it end? Rodents? Do you have names for rats? I saw rat endings just this morning. Yeah, I seen Rat Williams, too. Every morning I say hello to my barnyard friend, Emily Ratajkowski. Rat Damon. Rat Dylan. Rat LeBlanc. Rat in the hat. Rat Benatar. Ratty LaBelle. You know what, Derry? I call bullshit on you not having warm feelings for farm animals. Seem to remember you naming the pony at your super soft birthdays every year. Don't bring Pony Danza into this. Okay, as long as you don't forget Pony Hawk. <laughs> or Pony Romo. Pony M. Pony Mitchell. I miss Pony Curtis. Yeah, I think he was in the pen with Pony Bennett. I love the Pony <laughs> Danza. Um, <laughs> I, I usually look this up, but I forgot to look it up. So reach for the top. Trace, are you familiar with that uh, reference? No, I was going to ask y'all. Yeah. I thought it might have been a Canadian show. Yeah, it is. It's a Canadian quiz show. Uh, formerly, uh, or, or yeah, a long time. Like It's, it's a long-running Canadian quiz show. Uh, that originally was hosted by Alex Trebek. So before he went on to Jeopardy, he was, uh, yeah, he, he hosted Reach for the Top. I think Reach for the Top Reach is still running now. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's at CBC or something top. like that. I don't know. I usually I look this up and give you guys more details. I apologize. I, I did not have time this one week. One job. Uh, yeah. One job. All right. Scene eight. <laughs> oh, oh the, the Hicks. <laughs> Sorry, not, still the same scene. The Hicks run out of beer and are about to go into town for more, uh, but not before one final animal name, Jag. Uh, this one's for the birds. 
Crow Pesci. Scarlet Crow Handsome. G.I. Crow. Blue Jay Baruchel. Fraser Crane. Steven Seagull. What about Robin Williams? <laughs> you know, I kind of miss him. <sighs> Too soon. <laughs> I love every time Derry tries to join in, <laughs> he just messes it up. <laughs> they were they were right on this one. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Uh, scene eight at Modine's three, Riley and Jonesy approach Dickens at the bar to recruit him for their boys club. So you're telling me I'm not going to be seeing Katie, Krista, Kathleen, Claire, Chloe, Camilla, Claire, Catherine, Caroline, Carly, we're looking at Casey and Caitlin. How you doing today, my lady? Don't you just want to have a party with your bros, buddy? Dickskin? Dickens, say you fellas ever go on these dating apps. It's no slim pickings for Jim Dickens. I've got dates coming up with Molly, Marlene, and Mary Meg Magda. We're looking at Melody, and how about Molly? Maya, Madeline, we're looking at Michelle, Michaela, McKenzie. We're looking at Maggie, Maggie, May. I think I got something to say to you. Well, think about all the things you won't have to put up with at the Bro Dude Club for it, like paying for two bills or holding your gal's purse. I love being on dates, holding purses, holding doors, holding myself accountable for all that I do. The <laughs> <laughs> men only club is so hard. <laughs> Can I just say, I feel like Dickens is missing an opportunity going through Tinder alphabetically. Because <laughs> all, all the women's names he's, he's uh, spouting out is like, all, like they all start with the same letter. So he's like, he's going through it. All, it's like, you know, maybe switch it up a bit. Go, go uh, randomize. Uh, next scene. Uh, where are we here? Uh Oh, they're in tr- oh, okay. They're interrupted by Glenn, who's working at the bar. Uh, but now he's uh, <laughs> he's also working a couple of billiard balls in a pint glass very seductively. Yeah, oh. he, ha- he asks if he can join the club. He's got ideas. Okay, oh, next scene, God. scene nine. The skids arrive at the nightclub in the city. <laughs> Allie and Bianca are working at the bar. Uh, they have a long, inane conversation about disguising ordering drugs by ordering pina coladas, only subbing the first letter for for their drug of choice. So. Cena colada would be for cocaine, Ina colada for ecstasy, LSD colada for LSD, PC pina colada, and so on and so forth. Um, next scene, back at Modine's three, the Hicks are at the bar. Wayne gets a call from Marie Fred and, and ignores it. Uh, Riley and Jonesy walk up and try their bro dude club pitch to the Hicks. It does not go well. It's pretty gay. Wait, yeah, can't says that. Well, here's the thing though. Well, I can say. Whatever I want. Yeah, but you're not supposed <laughs> to say gays when you mean like stupids or something. Well, that's awfully presumptuous, Squirrely Dan. Yeah, I'm fairly certain that's not what he meant, Squirrely. Yeah, you gotta stop being so Squirrely Dan. Yeah, look, if I see something that is by definition gay. What's your definition to gays? Male dicks penetrating male butts for pleasure's sake. Sound good, good, buddy. For swinging dicks, yeah. Then I can and will call it gay. <laughs> I don't know, good buddies. Well, what say I see male dick penetrating a male butt consensually for pleasure's sake? Certainly I can say. That's pretty gay. Fair's enough. Are you calling us gay? Nope. Good answer, bro. But your club is super gay. If you want to come say that to my face? You're such a walnut. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to put anything in stone here. I just think I'm well within my right to assume that these two aim to fuck some dudes up the ass in this all-male club of theirs. Which is totally fine. I have no problem with it. Checks out. Oh, man, I did such a number on you, too. Just then, uh, Ron and Dax walk into the bar, interrupting Riley and Jonesy's pitch, and invite the Hicks to join them at their super gay birthday party. The Hicks are in. So are the McMurrays and Dickens. Riley and Jonesy give up their club. Uh, 
final scene, a musical montage. The drug dealer and his cronies arrive at the club. Tyson and Joint Boy spring to action and take care of two of them. Uh, But then unexpectedly, Roll takes another guy down (laughs) with a beer bottle to the knee and then jumps on him like a feral monkey and proceeds to gouge his eyes out. (laughs) It's a great scene. I love it. Oh, fuck, it's so oh, good. God. This leaves the drug dealer and Stuart. Uh, the dealer catches Stuart watching Rold and sucker punches him. Stuart crumples to the ground. The dealer turns to face Tyson and Joint Boy, but Stuart gets back up. The dealer turns to face Stuart. He throws a barrage of punches at Stuart, missing everyone. Uh, then Stuart catches his arm, lifts the dealer over his shoulder, then tosses the dealer to the ground with a wrestling move and proceeds to rip his shirt off Hulk Hogan style and flex. Uh, Ali and Bianca uh, and Rold each give Stuart a kiss on the cheek. Stuart takes a rip from his pinky ring and we fade to black. Okay. Here we go. Tanya. First impressions of this episode. So much stuff. Oh my God. The laughter just, just in the recap alone. Oh my God. Trace, I want to watch every show with you, dude. Totally. Like, oh my God. Your Can laugh. confirm. Your laugh is so addictive. Oh my God. Love it. Um, I, I, uh, I didn't realize till now that Katie was stateside with, uh, Dirk. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't know where she was and where he, where the skate park was mm-hmm. until, uh, you just said, um, that she was stateside. Um, so that was interesting. Um, and I love, uh, when she came back to the produce stand and in the, uh, I guess in the, in the tunnel in the back, the, <laughs> yeah, through the portal, yeah. through the portal. <laughs> Um, when she, uh, when she sat down and she referenced, what did she say? She said very something. good, very cool. He, yeah. The, she was asked how her trip how, was. Is it very good? Yeah. Very nice. Very cool. Whatever. Yeah. 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 And I, I think I saw, um, uh, Wayne roll yeah. his eyes, right? Yeah. He, he did react to that one. He didn't react to, uh, the, uh, the milking comment, but he reacted to, yeah. to the Dirk's comment for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So do I say it now? So this kind of spot and I have no reference as to what was in this episode and what was in previous episodes, because as I commented last week, we, we watch it with subtitles on. So I do a lot of reading (laughs) during the episode. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I want to see what I missed last week. Can you take the subtitles off? So I got to, and I'm like, and, and Trace is going to be on today. So I need to see all of Stuart's, um, visual, um, delights and, um, and, so, and, react. And, and react to it. And, oh my God, I'm so glad I did that. Cause like really, I was like <laughs> honing in on, on, on the centerpiece of, 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 uh, Stuart and oh my gosh, so <laughs> freaking funny. And I watch, so I, I don't know what was in this show anymore. Cause I keep on thinking about all those other ones. Um, but so, so, She's so distracted freaking, by the D. I was so distracted by the D that laughing so funny. It has to be a prop. Anyways, of course it is. Anyways. So, (laughs) uh, the whole naming animals, I thought that was really clever. Again, it's just repetitive from, uh, the cold open. They, Mm -hmm. they do the same thing over and over again. Uh, cold open, they did the naming and then the naming of the animals, um, Dickens, uh, and his whole, um, you know, they call him Dick Dickskin. Mm -hmm. And then he replies back Dickens and oh my God, cracks me up every single time. 
best line of the entire episode was holding myself accountable for all that I do. Uh, when, when he wrote, oh my God, I so, I killed me. It killed me. I loved it so much. Anyways. Um, and Glenn playing with his balls. Oh my God. On the bar, the, the billiards, I was dying. I'm like, oh my God, what is that man doing now? Anyways, Riley and Jonesy though, I still, I, I feel like a mama bird to them and I feel like I need to protect them. I think they've been hit one too many times into the boards and, and, and they suffered some damage <laughs> and uh, I feel bad for them still. They keep on getting kind of everybody picks at them and, and makes fun well, of they them. They bring it on themselves every once I in know, a while. And this one here, they're very fixated on having to hold women's purses and, yeah. and drinks. Listen, and, and yeah, they're passionate. <laughs> Whether they're right or wrong, I they're know. passionate and genuine about the things they, they are. believe. are. I feel bad for them because it's just an idea that <laughs> they have, you. and they get picked <laughs> on for all these like, it's, like they have no support from anyone. Yeah. No one supports yeah. them, and I feel I, bad I, for them now. <laughs> Yeah, I think stupidity has its own sort of level. So there's a point where you're like, you're just a fucking idiot. But then there's a point where they hit empathy, where you're like, they're so dumb. And you're like, it's kind of cute. And yeah. I want, I want to, I want you to be, I want you to be happy and, yeah. and do well, but yeah. you're just so dumb and it's hard. So I, I think that's where they are. Give them like a nudge on the chin and say, okay, they mean well. buddy, like you, you do that. Like if you <laughs> think that's a good idea, like I think I just, I want to be in their corner now. Like I, I think at the <laughs> beginning I thought they were dumb and stuff, but now I'm just like, oh, you poor, you no, poor fools. They're sympathetic. And yeah. Dumb. Yeah. yeah I you just want someone to save them from themselves. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I feel like they need somebody in their corner. I want somebody in their corner. I hope future episodes, they have like a, a, a some a cheerleader yeah there you go <laughs> we'll see yeah this was a fun fun episode uh i i mean so the three storyline i mean it was two and a half storylines i mean the, the hicks i wouldn't call that a storyline they're just hanging out and 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 riffing on 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 animal names which was a lot of fun i actually enjoyed the animal name stuff more than the wrestling stuff, even though like I was a wrestling fan and the animal stuff was a lot better. Um, so that was fun. And just kind of return to old, old letter Kenny again, like uh, two straight episodes. Now I think of kind of classic letter Kenny, uh, the, the Katie Dierks storyline. I mean, I know it's coming. So this, this is, you know, this is great. I love seeing uh, Wayne react to the idea of his sister and Dierks and, uh, but you know, just remember, like Wayne trusts his sister, so she's smitten with him. Of course, she is. He 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 trusts her with anything. So uh, you know, just keep that in mind as as we go forward. Um, the I mean, the bro dude storyline. Uh, you know, it's Riley and Jonesy. It is what it is. I don't uh, that one there. I kind of can take or leave, but it's a storyline. I feel like we got the conclusion to the skid storyline and it was fun. I it was last week. You guys were, or you were Victor. Yeah, Tanya, said. Was, were saying that you're worried that you're going to be disappointed in, in that fight. I thought it was fun. I thought it was well done. I thought it was a good fight scene and, and kind of especially rolled. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> that man, <laughs> that whole, the whole rolled scene was unexpected and, and, and so much fun. He, he, again, He's the king of the physical comedy on this show. And uh, every every other episode, he shows why. Um, so overall, it's a very positive uh, rating for me. Uh, Matt? Yeah, I think you're you're right on most of what you said there. Like, it's just, it was a good episode. There was a lot of fun stuff. Um, the battle at the end there, that mm -hmm. was 
that was just brilliant. Like, like honestly, both of us, um, and Jen's not a laugh out louder always, mm-hmm. but this time, even she was like, just the whole physical comedy and that whole fight scene from roll, even to Stewart, <laughs> like his whole, just sort of rising up and then, you know, <laughs> dodging all the thing and then putting them down, I like go suplex or whatever he did. Like it was just so well choreographed and, and those two just do it so well. Mm-hmm. They play off each other. Oh my God. They do the relationship. there is so strong because they just do it so naturally. And it's so much yeah. fun to watch. Even the, the most subtle moments of those two together mm-hmm. are always great. So that was fantastic. Um, one thing we, had an interesting chat about um was the mcmurray scene mm. so as we're watching it um jen made a comment she said is it just me or is she kind of getting slurrier mm. and i'm like well yes and no because i think it's just they gave uh mrs mcmurray more dialogue than she normally gets mm. normally her her takes are very just really quick one-liners and then she backs into the scene quick one line. They're always good, but this time they gave her sort of a bit of a monologue there and it was really funny, mm-hmm. but she was just like, you got to see a, an ongoing drunken Mrs. McMurray moment there, but it mm-hmm. tripped us both out. Cause I'm not used to hearing her talk so much. Yeah. Um, but at the end, I, I still enjoyed it. So it was a fun moment for her. Um, I, I, I agree with Tanya around the, the Dickens thing. I mean, I thought his stuff was great. He's, he's, <laughs> it's almost lyrical. Like he's just yeah. the way he flows it together and dodge and dips in and around. Like there was one part when the, when he responded with the Dickens, mm-hmm. yeah. but it was like, it was almost like they were singing together. Like he came down from one, they said Dixie Dickens and he came right back in yeah. and went on another rant. He's yeah. just, they're so good. Um, so yeah, I mean, there was a lot of fun things. The other one kind of, I don't know what, this is probably just me. I laughed with joint boy or Tyson and joint boy, because I got this like weird moment and I, and I think I know why, but I'm like, this is basically Vin Diesel's and the rocks understudies. Um, <laughs> and, and I say the, so Vin Diesel, I think mm-hmm. that's easy with joint boy. Like, yeah, he, yeah. or sorry with uh, Tyson, he yeah. legitimately looks like a version of Vin Diesel, yeah. but joint boy, he sounds like Dwayne Johnson. If he got a lot of dialogue this time, mm-hmm. and I don't know if this was intentional for the episode because it's very wrestling heavy, mm-hmm. but Joint Boy sounds very much like Dwayne Johnson does in many of his sort you of think rants. So? And, I don't yeah. know. Listen to it back and listen, yeah. then watch The Rock doing especially his The Rock thing, right? Yeah. Because um, The Rock is very charismatic. And I find like the actor, the Joint Boy agreed. actor, isn't. He's a, you know, he's fine for what he does. I don't find him to be a very good actor. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. The mm-hmm. Rock, I actually think The Rock is fantastic. Yeah. And Dwayne, yeah sorry, Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. all the work he does is fantastic. I'm not saying that. I think. They sound alike. They sound alike. Mm-hmm. There's something in their tone that I, when I, even when you were playing it back and I couldn't see him mm-hmm. for a moment, I thought Dwayne Johnson. Um, okay. so I don't know if that was intentional. Give him heavier lines, but mm-hmm. um, no, it, all in, it was a pretty fun episode. I really, really appreciated those scenes with Tyson and Joint Boy and Stewart. I, yeah. I, I really liked them giving him the praise and 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 ha- having him react to receiving that praise from them. I thought it was mm-hmm. a really cool, cool yeah. kind of unexpected uh, exchange there between those guys. And and yeah, and, exactly. and, and even like it, you, you almost they almost care about the skids because even when Rold and, and when Rold was saying he's ready to fight, they're like, no, you stay out. Like they're like being there, his big brother, like you, you stay out of this as if like, you know, you'll get hurt if you try. So just don't, you know, stay out and of do, it. And do you think that played into why he went so like maybe 
Buck, yeah. buck wild because he was tired of being put down the whole while. He's like, I'm in. And he just went crazy. See? Gouging his eyes out. That was dirty and awesome. Oh, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> but see what happened? It, like a little bit of support. Like remember, Stuart is always the one that Wayne is going after that Squirrely Dan and, and, and Derry are like, they're always attacking him and putting them down and stuff. And like a little bit of support from jo- uh, from uh, uh, Joint Boy and uh, Tyson. This is what this is what Riley and Jonesy Need. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> but but I think but but in their case, Rold responds well to negative encouragement, mm-hmm. meaning sit the fuck down. He's like, I'm going to step up. Mm-hmm. Whereas Stewart really thrives on that positive reinforcement. Yeah, right. Trace, what did you think? Best thing I've heard tonight is feral monkey. <laughs> feral monkey. <laughs> well, c- come on, it's what he looked like, isn't it? Like exactly. Oh my God, his face. He's a good actor. Yeah. Oh my. Oh, God. he's great. He's mm-hmm. great. Uh, on this particular episode, uh, I liked. Well, the first time I watched the episode, I wasn't sure what to make of the whole montage at the skate park, mm-hmm. and then when I was watching up to this I, at first i thought it was a, like a just a filler mm-hmm. but then i realized they had to make portray dirks's i mean they made him such a skis ball yeah. in the last episode yeah. they had to make it something that you know showing he's charming and mm-hmm. and something katie would go for exactly yeah i think that's the whole point for that because you're right that he did not leave a good impression in the previous episode this one they had to show they they had to give a reason why kate katie would be attracted to somebody like that for sure right and uh the the hicks stuff yeah it was a throwback to letter kenny which makes me a shame that victor's not here Mm because i thought that might swing the episode for him (laughs) (laughs) i feel like uh, and and i mean i i I, I won't speak for him but i feel like he would love this episode and especially because all i don't think so well i the thing that would turn him off is the uh is the riley and jonesy storyline and because it's i think it's the main storyline in this episode i bet i mean i I don't know. He'll he'll probably give his rating next week. Uh, you know, just in in retrospect. But I think I don't think he'll enjoy the Riley and Jonesy storyline. Mm. Yeah. Um. The Riley and Jonesy storyline. I'm with you, Al. That's mm-hmm. kind of filler. Yeah. And but I mean it. It's good because it's a catalyst for some pretty good scenes, mm-hmm. and it, especially uh, the McMurray scene. Yes. Yes. So brilliant (laughs) i'm I'm like you matt give that woman a a five-page monologue i just want to hear her do it because it's so good i mean some people some people overplay drunk when they're acting and at first glance you would think she would but it's just it flows so well and her and mcmurray play well off each other and it's it's just a great scene yeah, and so and some may say she overplays drunk, but I know that drunk, so it's <laughs> oh yeah, exactly, it's totally exactly. accurate. <laughs> Seen it plenty of times. Oh <laughs> my gosh, the the Tyson and Joint Boy thing that that was cool, and it gave you know new insight into both Tyson and Joint Boy. Mm-hmm. But for all of that, I know we y'all talked about their uh, preparation, mm-hmm. but. Stuart and Rold are just a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, they're, they're always, they always know where the other's going to be and they're always there. And it's, it's, it's hard to imagine that scene being done any better. 
mm-hmm. because of those two. And it's just great. Uh, towards the end there, who that's a tightrope to walk with the uh, gay oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. And I mean, and I think they walked it well. Mm-hmm. They bookend it with Dax and Ron, which helped ease into it and ease out of it. Yeah. But, you know, you know, Wayne's made a lot of good points. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much of that, uh, I mean, all that stuff to say that is, is intent. And, you know, just his explanation thereof was like, it's kind of hard to argue with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, I think he was right. Like it, it is intent. The intent, like, uh, I think it was, was it Katie who said you're not, or no, it was uh squirrely Dan who was, really who was lecturing Wayne saying, you're not supposed to use the word gay when you mean dumb or stupid or whatever. It's like, but that's not it. What he was, he was being, he was being uh descriptive, not pejorative. He was being descriptive. He's like, exactly. no, nope, that club sounds like it's a gay club. <laughs> so for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, any other points? Um, that's about it. I just, mm-hmm. I'm with y'all. It was a really fun episode. All right. Well, we'll move on to ratings then. Tanya, what do you give this one? It's got to be a fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Fresh it is. I mean, it, for me, it's an, it's an easy fresh. I think this, this is a probably the best episode of this season so far, maybe of the last two seasons. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun and, and I really enjoyed all of it. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely a fresh, and that fight scene did not disappoint. I it, it, I know a lot. There's a lot of complaining that there's a lot of build up to it and stuff, but I think in the end, it 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 was a it was a great uh, kind of climactic ending. It's just we it, it it seems a little strange though that we're only in episode four of this season and they've already tied up that. I feel like they've mm. tied up that main storyline. Like I don't know what else there is to tell about that story, but we'll see. Um, Matt, what do you give this one? Yeah, you know it's funny. I came in already fresh, mm-hmm. and then you guys talked me into like super fresh. Like oh. it, it's <laughs> it's just so good. Um, like hasn't it, even it, been packaged yet. Yeah, super fresh. We're going with it. I mean, we'll call it a high fresh. I think we've said that before. Um, it it was really good. It almost. I mean, I feel like we're in the middle of a Letterkenny reset. Mm-hmm. Um, a renaissance. You know, so, yeah, like seven season seven didn't didn't go great. We we all agree that that was not their higher moment. Mm-hmm. This one started off and it's picking up, and then the last two that that one and this one even more so. Mm-hmm. I feel like classic Letter Kenny. It's almost like they realized that all right, we stepped we've stepped off the tracks a bit here. Mm-hmm. We need to get back on. Do it. Do it. People love. Do what do what we do well, and they're back. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why they've reinforced the wordplay um, and and that I love. I mean, again, it has highs and lows, but overall, I think it's so much fun because it makes so many just really wicked references through all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's obviously a high high um, fresh. And um, the other one to add on to, sorry, I don't know who just said this about rolled and. Um, Stuart, I think it was you, Tanya, how they just work so well together. They're they're very like, yeah, yeah, sorry, Trace. They're very Abbott and Costello. Like Mm -hmm. those two just, they know where the other is at any given moment. Um, You can tell, I think even when we talked to Tyler, he talked about all the the practice they do and the Mm -hmm. rehearsal they do together. It is so rhythmic, Mm -hmm. right? Those two are masters together yeah. um, in what they do. And it's so fun to watch. So I know I already said that, but I wanted to reinforce that <laughs> yeah. because that was really, 
a high in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's an easy, easy fresh. Similar to, to Stuart and Rold, I know that uh, Riley and Jonesy, those two actors spend a lot of time together yeah. working on their stuff too. The difference is they don't have a whole lot of physical stuff to mm. do. Sure. Uh, but That's but a, good point. a lot of their stuff is the the quick dialogue back and forth, which is probably, well, I was going to say. The timing. The, yeah, the timing yeah. is uh, probably more complicated than uh, Rold and Stuart, but not but now that I'm thinking back to some of the their conversations regarding either video games or, or different types of music, no, I think they're probably on par. Uh, just yeah. different subject matters. But yeah, I think I think those two, uh, uh, Playfair and her, they also spent a lot of time uh, honing yeah. their relationship. They just don't have a lot of that physical stuff that that Tyler and and uh, and um, Evan yeah. Stern have. So yeah, uh, Trace, what rating do you give us? This was this was a strange one because I did not remember this being as good as it is. <laughs> I mean, I mean when when Al was asking me which uh, uh, episode I wanted to do, I was like, you know what? I, I want to do a, I want to do a bad one. I remember you saying that, yeah. And then you <laughs> picked right. this one, and I then and he, and it was like because he goes, well, he says he goes, uh, he told me the ones he had available, and he said Ferda, and my first answer was. Yeah, that's a dog shit episode. <laughs> yeah, I want that one. And then I'm I'm watching it back, going, "This is so much better than I thought it was." Yeah, yeah. And and I mean, it was uh, it was good. I mean, I think I, like Matt was saying, I think it it's come to the point where they've found the right balance between the the Letterkenny motif mm-hmm. that's got them this far and their desire to have season long arcs right yes i mean i mean the last couple of seasons i think they jumped headlong into the the story arcs Mm -hmm. and then you know forgot what got them here right and and now they step back into their wheelhouse and use that as the base for everything else Mm -hmm. but but watching it i was i was i mean i was just everybody was on their a game Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I, I just thought it was so well done, and that more so than anything, that entire episode, an entire half of it, of of its success and its humor is all based on timing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. a lot of the things they say aren't in. If you read it on a page, not inherently funny, right? But just just that the way everybody zipped in and out of each other, it was like. That's nice. I like that. Yeah. And so it's for me, it's a, it's a fresh. Excellent. And well, you know what? Since Victor's not here, you what? are. Oh, my God. The deciding hey, vote. Hey, oh, my God. Wait, 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 we may have to resend the unicorn next week. We'll see what Victor has to say. But you know what? For this week, this is a fucking unicorn. No, I, I, I declared at the beginning, Trace yeah. was taking the role of Victor tonight. Yeah, you're so. right. So yeah. Victor's good. a poopy pants. This, this he, would, he would have wrecked the unicorn. <laughs> I think Victor's new job has him working too hard, and it's not got him in the right frame of mind for Letterkenny anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Very nice. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe a trip to Club Super Sex this week. Oh we'll we'll, we'll put him in a better frame of mind anyway all right we'll move on to top fives tanya does this uh, touch your top five it does not no okay uh, it doesn't touch mine either my top five is 
pretty solid. There might be a, 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 an episode or two coming up that might challenge it, but it, uh, it, it won't be this one. Matt, how about you? Yeah, I know it doesn't touch five. It's close. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good one for sure. But no, it's. I think my my top five solid as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trace, I can't recall if you've ever given us your top five. I don't expect you to rhyme them off off here at the top of your head unless you have them written down. There. Oh, he does have a list. Look at that. There's All right, the list. <laughs> well, I, I gave it. I gave it last time. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, looking back over it, I was like, dang! Like three episodes after the last time I was on, mm-hmm. got in there. I mean, oh, really? <laughs> my, yeah. My, my, my first one's still Bucky Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two is Dick Slip Out. That's such a good episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> number three is Valentine's Day. Uh, number four is The Heeks. And number five, and I know nobody likes this one. I love Nut. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> 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 whatever like you know, you say the, to each their own right yeah i mean uh, <laughs> that's great <laughs> if, if we all agreed this would be a boring podcast awesome all right um let's see oh mvps now next who is your mvp tanya for this episode oh my god that is so hard mm. that's a load there's so many like star moments like dickens and his whole thing and um Stuart and rolled. Oh my God. I love them. And Oh my God. It's just, there's so many. I, I really, that's hard. That is, I hadn't even thought of it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Ah, I didn't think about that. Oh boy. I know. Right. So I come back to you. But but did, but did you think about it though? No, I didn't. I didn't (laughs) think about it. Um, Okay. Mine's easy. We'll, we'll come back to you. Mine's easy. Mine's, mine's rolled all the way. I mean, he's, he's, I keep on choosing rolled. I can't choose. Yeah. Okay. Well, but you, you mentioned another one that you really enjoyed too. So you could always go with that. But anyway, for me, it's rolled just even for that last scene, but, but even all the, all the little things that he adds to every scene that he's in, Mm. uh, I mean, he can do so He's much. The feral monkey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he can do so much just with a with a simple stir and the way he oh says my, it I just and the timing of when he says it. It's just it's it's hilarious. So my MVP for this one's rolled, Matt. Uh, I'm going to agree this time. Mm-hmm. I I've, I think I've held back and given rolled the MVP on several occasions, but I think he earned it this time. Mm-hmm. It was just so many good moments and he really is a fucking rock star on this oh, show he so he, he gets the mvp for sure well i mean he does so much heavy lifting even in this one here where he helps Stuart put his member away after the piss oh. i mean that there's heavy lifting right there <laughs> trace who's your mvp oh my God. uh world was good mm-hmm. i loved world uh i know where you're going <laughs> Dickens was good too. No, Mrs. McMurray. Yeah. All the way. (laughs) That was like watching art. It was like, (laughs) that was amazing. Bleached assholes. (laughs) That was a good line. eh? I didn't even catch that until the playback here. I'm like, Oh, that's funny. Now I I haven't watched this show yet. It's in my queue, but every time Melly Scarafano is on, on letter Kenny, it it reminds me that I want to watch Winona Earp. I think it's called is the name of the show. Have you watched this uh, show trace? I've seen a couple episodes and well, the thing is, uh, you go into it wanting her to be Miss McMurray. Right. And but, she's not. Yeah. Okay. And she's not, but quickly you realize she is such a good actress. Right. I mean, she, she is so good. Yeah. 
Is she the main in that show, or is yeah, she? She's, she's Winona. Nice. Yeah, uh, it's it's in my queue. I really want to watch it. It's uh, it looks really interesting, and she's in it, so it's all the more reason to watch it. So Tanya, we're back to you now. Okay, so I've thought about this. Mm-hmm. I I keep on giving it to Roald, and yes, he was totally awesome. Loved the end there, but I'm going to give it to Dickens because right. um, he that I, that is my. Is your line of the episode? It is yeah. my favorite oh, line. Oh, that reminds me. It is my me. favorite line. I don't know if any of you guys caught this, but uh, at the one of the last few scenes where Riley and Jonesy finally admit that the bro dude club idea was a bad idea, and they're standding there with and uh, Dickens is there. It comes in Dick, behind. Yeah, Dickens is behind them, and yeah, the, when they do the fist bump and the explosion, Dickens draw like motions that he drops something in front of them. I don't know if that was supposed to like signify a mic drop or something, but he does kind of like a a weird action in between huh. them. And I'm like, huh, didn't it looked like it. maybe he was just dropping the mic in front, like between them, but it mm-hmm. was, it was kind of fun. Uh, so I don't know. Next time you watch it, pay attention. It, it's, it's, it's fun. Every time you watch the show, you, you catch something new, right? Cause it, everyone's That's doing true. something different, right? Even yeah. uh, Connor and, and uh, Darian, I, I think uh, the, the, the Danny, the Danny, the, the silent skids in the back, whenever, whenever you watch, like every time I rewatch something, I'm always You're paying attention. his thumb. Yeah, they're they're just doing something weird and yeah. and, and wonderful. I re- I regularly regularly see people post online yeah. about like Patrick and Danny yeah. and how they are so underrated and the comical genius they are in the mm-hmm. background. Yeah. So I completely- there are a lot of lovers for those two. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, Patrick just recently won an award or something at a at a fa- festival for one of his shorts or or something. I don't know. Isn't one of his independent shorts anyway so congratulations there uh patrick um i completely get why people watch this so many times because yeah. you really can't, like you see something and every every time you watch you see something new again mm-hmm. yeah. yeah did y'all see on the uh in the end scene too where uh mrs mcmurray's got her leg up and dax and ron are just rubbing on her oh yeah 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 <laughs> dax and ron oh are, i do remember that. yeah 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 at the end they're equally Equal opportunity homosexuals. They they don't they, <laughs> equal they, opportunity. They like them all. Um, moving on to guess the future, and it's only Matt and Tanya here. Uh, there aren't a lot of. I mean, because the skid storyline ended. Um, so, uh, what are we looking forward to? What 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 do you think? Like, there's the the Riley and Jonesy storyline. There's the Katie and Derek storyline. Are you what are you looking forward to with any of those? Or or even the Wayne Marie Fred keeps on calling him storyline. So. Mm. Right. Uh, we'll start with Tanya. <laughs> I forgot my hosting duties for a second. There. <laughs> I saw I you. Thought it was me. I was. Just, I was yeah. about to start talking. I know you were because, like, Al's giving you the eyes, yeah. and I'm like, sorry. All right, is he's Matt just looking. First? He's just looking. Like, what's uh, going on? Cute tonight. Go but ahead. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm. Uh, obviously, the Marie Fred. What's happening with that? Is he going to pick up the phone? Eventually, he's he's got to pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely something along the lines of either seeing each other or picking. There's got to be a moment where it's it it stops, right? Um. Um. Riley and Jonesy, I really hope that they have a supporter somewhere <laughs> in their corner in the future. I just got to say, I so at, I don't know if we're doing another like what's your final thoughts or not, but this is my final thoughts. 
<laughs> we are, but go are ahead. we? I'm going to give it now. Okay. They're called future thoughts. <laughs> right. Future thoughts. So I just got to say, like at the beginning of all of this, like I, I recall, I, I remember back to when Al was watching this Letterkenny show and how dumb I thought everything was and, and how I just didn't understand any of it and, and, and watching it at the beginning and, and uh, the season one and these skids dancing in a parking lot <laughs> and like rips roids. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm like, this just, it didn't make any sense. I didn't get what their whole thing was. And I love how they've taken that character and, you know, all of their hours of, of, uh, Roald and Stuart, um, working with each other and it's, it's paid off. Mm-hmm. It's like, they've become this, this, um, comedy duo. Huge, yeah. It's, 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 it's become like a main, uh, uh, storyline mm-hmm. that they've taken through or, or carried through the, the, uh, the seasons. And, you know, I just, I love how <laughs> they've actually become like an actual, like a good story, not just, you know, you, you never looked forward to the skid storyline and now never you, you look forward to their scenes just to see what they do. Yeah. 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 And even with the role, uh, uh, Riley and Jonesy, like all the hockey, 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 and I'm not so into hockey, but even th- they've taken another storyline from them and, and, you know, brought them into, you know, who they are and, and, you know, they're, they're very, um, lack of intelligence and <laughs> <laughs> and brought that storyline. The kids aren't here. You can say stupidity. I know it. They're, they're just sweet. They're sweet, innocent boys yeah. that need mm-hmm. um, some guidance. So mom, you're so mom. <laughs> I know, right? Matt, what, what are you looking forward to? Any storylines there? Yeah. I mean, they've closed up. I mean, I feel like they've closed up the skid one, so mm-hmm. that's fine. The Riley Jonesy one, it's funny, but it's not really interesting. Mm-hmm. So there's really only the, obviously the Wayne store. What's going on there? Mm-hmm. Um, what's with the phone calls? Mm-hmm. It, I, I, even the, and then of course, Katie and, and uh, Dirks so are like, what's going on there? I'm more interested, not even Katie and Dirks, but Dirks and Wayne and how that's all going to go down. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be fun. And honestly, you know, when I, we keep getting glimpses, of like we know Glenn has taken a bit of a backseat the past couple seasons, mm-hmm. but he's so funny. <laughs> oh, and this, is. and this episode is spent when he popped out, I was like, I've said before, I was crying. Like mm-hmm. it was so fucking funny. <laughs> I'm just juggling those balls. And like, I'm in for this club. I, I want them to give way our Glenn a storyline. Mm-hmm. They haven't given him really one almost ever. He's always been sort of a sideshow. No, right. Yeah. He's story. Yeah, yeah. I want him to get something because his character is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering if it's by design. He's, he's one of the writers. He's also, the, I know, the, I know. director. Maybe he's just too busy and he doesn't want to. Yeah, he's but got a lot on his thing. plate. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. And here's my question then, or here's the Twitter poll. Like what would make a better storyline? Shorzy, like an off show of oh, Shorzy like or, or of Glenn. Yeah. Like Glenn is multi-talented. Like he keeps on popping up at different venues. He's like the waitress. He's like the ice cream guy. He's like, he's like the dating guy. Like he's just everywhere. Doing well, he's working everything. all the jobs that people getting served right now can't work. I don't know. Yeah. He's just everywhere doing everything. And I think he would be a hilarious 
a spinoff mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. Let's move on to quickly to listener comments. Uh, we have a few here. Uh, first one here is from uh, be, be Free. I think she's a new follower. Prove me wrong. Best Letter Kenny episode ever is season one, episode four. Wayne is your wingman. She loves wingman Wayne, which is, is hilarious considering how how low that regarded that episode was by us. Bet you a six pack of puppers. You can't find a better one. I responded to her. I said, well, to each their own mind, still relationships until until further notice. But uh, thank you, Be Free, for, for commenting and, and for listening. Uh, I am 100% Team Rosie. No, big no to Marie Fred. And that's from Cookie Von Haven. Thank you for commenting. I hope you're listening. Uh, and I just started listening to this podcast. I need to catch up. It is so fun. And that's from new listener, Brenya Sorab. Thank you so much, Brenya. Um, all right. We move on to final thoughts. Tanya. You miss right. you missed news. Hold on. You missed oh, news. What's the news? There, well, the only news that I, I mean, I saw, I thought was kind of cool. Mm. Was her boy, K. Trevor Wilson. Did you see this? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. now going to be a, a co-judge on mm-hmm. Roast Battle Canada. Yeah. So alongside Russell Peters, which is I know that's, that's a good lineup. Yeah. Comedic name. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I thought that fit our news category. So I wrote that down. Absolutely. Thank nice. you for catching that. When I saw it, I, I, I thought about uh, adding it and I completely forgot. So thank you for catching okay, that. I got you. I got you. Thanks, bud. <laughs> um, final thoughts. Tanya. I already did it. Yes, um, you already did. So, we'll but move yeah, on. <laughs> I, you know what I'm also thinking though. <laughs> I'm also thinking, where is, um, where is, uh, uh, Tannis? Tannis is like disappeared kind of sort of. She hasn't been available maybe, uh, for this season. I don't know. I can't remember if she appears in this I'm wondering if she's going to have another storyline in the future. Mm -hmm. Those, those are my future thoughts. I'm like screwing up. Well, hold on. She's, she was in the first couple episodes because she was doing the the hockey videos, right? She was doing the hockey videos and had the thing, but it's like, like our Tannis, like, like, that that, that girl tennis, yes. yeah for sure uh anyway uh, uh, uh my my final comments trace amazing Good oh, to, tr- oh trace. go ahead go ahead no, i knew that was coming here it goes and yeah now make up for the miss go ahead <laughs> i already said i knew trace was coming on so i was like all yes. about the stewart mm-hmm. and 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 his props i told i told tanya his- that trace couldn't wait for you to watch the scene I even, you know, I'm telling you, it. dude, if, if Al had a video camera on me, I wish he had it, would have sent it to you because I died that night. I died so hard. Apparently you called it and you were like, I can't wait till Tanya sees this. <laughs> I did. I like, I was on the floor. I was killing myself laughing. It was, it, I did not see that coming whatsoever. The whole. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Run it back, run it back, run it back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we re- rewound a few times. And then last night again, she got, she made. I'm like, well, because the closed <laughs> caption kind of covered it up, so I didn't really see that wouldn't do everything that was happening. <laughs> and oh my god, those two just hilarious. Anyways, All right. thank you, Trace, for coming out. Yes, thank you, Trace, for coming out. It's always fun to have you on, uh, and uh, you did a great job again tonight. Um, and and much better microphone. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh yeah i'm looking forward to you know the re- i mean looking forward to having victor back and, and finding out about his trip to montreal and uh and and his quote-unquote train museums train. yes um and yeah and uh oh, so next well, well we'll talk about what, what's happening next week matt your final thoughts yeah 
I'm going to first shout out to our guest because <laughs> he was wicked and we always love having you here, buddy. Grace, always a pleasure, my friend. I, and it's funny. I, I, I always laugh. So we, we have this private DM, which a lot of you are involved in. Mm-hmm. I love it. I read it. I mean, I don't always respond. I'm bad about that. I apologize, but I read it and it's so funny. Trace, dude, you kill me. Like some of your responses and just it. I, I look forward whenever I see Trace, I'm like, oh, this is going to be funny. And I usually laugh and I fucking love it. So keep doing you, buddy. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. And this show, it's, it's, let's just keep doing it, man. This is so much fun. Victor, it was trippy tonight. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like I, I realized that I'm the only one who's dodged episodes in being here um, on multiple times now, because mm-hmm. I guess I'm a <laughs> bit of a DJ, but not having Victor here is the first, the first time I've experienced one of the other of us mm-hmm. not being here. You know um, what? You know what, Matt? This is this is what utter civility sounds like and feels oh, like. It was quiet. I don't know why. And Victor's <laughs> not even loud. So it's I don't know. Anyways, it was fun. Um, Victor, we miss you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Come back. <laughs> uh, and Trace. Thanks again for having me. It was, it's been real fun. Al, is Club Super Sex a real thing? It, it is, is a real thing. Tanya's been there. <laughs> and it's, uh, let me tell you, it is the, uh, it's, it, it lives up to its name. At least it did. I don't know what it's Holy like. Holy acrobatics, I let me tell you. I haven't been there I mean, in those, a while. It's the place. Confidence answer. It's, it's down a, here, most of the strip clubs have a, or, you know, a clever pun, mm-hmm. like craft beer or something, but craft beer. club super sex. Montrealers aren't ones for nu- nuance. They just put it out there. <laughs> they don't mess Wonder around. what this place is about. <laughs> it's uh, Mind you, there's not like the live sex shows. It's not like Amsterdam. No, it's not like that. Sort it's, of it's, thing. It's, just, it's a strip club, but it's just, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, it's the one that when the hockey players are in town, that's where they go. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I've I've been there when when there's been a whole mess of Boston Bruins there, like it it gets rowdy, um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, they are professional, yes. amazing, acrobatic, unbelievably talented. They're strong talented. Yeah. women. They're talented, amazing. Sure. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> thanks again for having me. This is yeah. this is a blast. <laughs> <laughs> I got to figure out how to get to Montreal now. I mean, <laughs> you know just what? Go through the portal. This, this <laughs> pandemic has hit us all. I wonder if it's even open anymore. I don't know. Like it was oh, a long dear. time ago, at least 20 years. No, well, how do you socially distance a lap dance? Yeah, you, you really can't. That's I mean, very there's no towel thick enough. <laughs> Oh, you wear a mask. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. Uh, I'm going to play us off here. Big glob of saran wrap between the two of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play us off here. Was, wasn't there a naked gun scene or something where there? Oh, he wore a full body, body condom. <laughs> Maybe they have plexiglass. That scene was funnier than it had any business being. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, I'm playing us off here with a song from today's episode, Blessa by Toro Imoy. Uh, check this one out. This is what was playing during the skate park scene. And that's all we have for this episode. Join us next week as we 
recap and review episode five of season eight yard sale saturday with our buddy from down under melbourne jack uh that one uh next week will be on friday night uh not wednesday or thursday but friday so we can <laughs> accommodate our buddy jack who will be on saturday uh so it's all very confusing but uh, we're looking forward to having jack on <laughs> i love how trace just did that <laughs> oh oh i want a trace laugh soundtrack <laughs> oh yeah we'll have to record one yeah um <laughs> don't forget to give our sponsor diabolical coffee some love they're at diabolicalcoffee.com right now you can use the promo code protostand for 10 percent off any purchase from their site if you'd like to support this podcast rate us on itunes or become a patron there's a patreon link to our on our site or twitter profile at protostand pod we're also on facebook instagram and tiktok at protostand pod thank you for joining us now we're going to a super gay birthday party on behalf of trace matt tanya and myself Thank you for listening and have a great week.